<laughs> yeah, goes a little something like this. Got me feeling like, yeah. Hey, hey, hey. If they ever ask how I went down, tell them that I met her on the ground. Hello and good morning. Happy Sunday. We have a great podcast in store for you today. I have so much to share with you all and super happy to do it with my one and only uh, me and my co-host Big Page Mage. We are bringing in the captains of MGM, the Mean Green Machine, Kyle Sikorsky and Carter Llewellyn, the manager of Tommy's Hot Salami. Um, hope you're excited because I am. This is going to be just uh, just very similar to uh, the Brian and Jeremy show. We're going to give them a little Q&A. Uh, my, my co-host, Big Page Mage, how are you this Sunday morning? Well, I didn't even need alarms this morning. I was up at the – oh, God, I was up at 6.45 prepping for this. Woof. Waking up early. You don't even need caffeine, do you? Absolutely not. The 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 emails of PayPal telling me that I had an eight hundred dollar transaction at three o'clock in the morning. Is it mine? Is it real? Was was enough for me to get my ass up and get ready Whoa. for this. That that <laughs> big spender today. <laughs> you bought a GameCube. Yeah, maybe. The most expensive GameCube ever. Well, and oh. and all the games, obviously. No, just two. <laughs> you, you bought you bought a full collection, a full library. I like it. <laughs> Had to get prepared, man. And then I will. Uh, Kyle's already kind of butted in here, so we're gonna say, "Hey, good morning, Kyle Sikorsky, the captain of Mean Green Machine. Are Woo! you? How are you doing on this Sunday morning, November first? I'm great. I uh, woke up. I already went to the store, got some milk, got some flowers for my wife, black roses, a funeral, a few hours to her team, and uh, we're going to be yeah. celebrating the Day of the Dead. Most definitely. Absolutely. But black, black roses, I like it. And then we've got the, the captain of Tommy's Hot Salami, Senior Pass the Butter Plug, Carter Llewellyn. How are you today? Good morning, gentlemen. I'm good. Woke up eager, ready, and uh, fired up. We're ready to have a good time. Hell if yeah. you're not ready, then you better leave. That's all I got to say. Woo! All right, Woo! I'm out. See you. God, it's early. Oh, oh, and mic drop. We're done. All right. So, gentlemen, <laughs> we're going to cut right into it super quick. There's no reason to beat around the bush. If you didn't listen to the previous episode, we're going to get right into the thick and thin and just toss out questions to you guys. You guys are A-OK to pass if you really want to. Um, <laughs> we highly recommend bringing the questions back to us um, or even potentially to each other. Uh, Mr. Mages, <laughs> since you've been up for probably, what, like five and a half hours? <laughs> I'm not even yeah, sure if you're counting daylight yeah. time. Do you got yeah, any questions off the top savings. of your head that you're ready? Oh, I'm ready. Oh, oh, I'm ready. And with all due respect to Thomas Hot Salami, my first question is to my my own my very own team captain. Oh Let's boy. Uh, sorry, I'm a little nervous. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, so I, I I was looking at, at our roster. Of course, it's the best. But you know, I, I was looking at it, and um, you know, for for your for your Buffalo squad, there seems to be you know you seem to have selected some people you know w with some with some history, both good 
and bad. You know, they, they're very, you know, a lot of chemistry in there. Was that your strategy going into it? Did you want to have some cohesion with, with, with one of your groups or were you just happy that it just came out that way? I mean, honestly, my strategy going in was to find gameplay people. I wasn't there, you know, to find, you know, the big dick swinging guys or anything like that. I was looking for people that had a wide range of uh, gameplay that they've had in the past. Um, you know, people touting different systems across the board. I was looking, you know, just for people that are going to fill in those in those key positions. I was, I really feel like I was the uh, Billy Bean of the uh, of the draft, and and didn't look for necessarily the big splashes, but you know, all we all we need is you know is solid hits across the board, and we're going to score some runs. I like absolutely. It. Good answer, good answer, uh, Mister Majors. You got another one, or you uh, you need some help here? I, 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 uh, you're, uh, you're up. I, I got to formulate something. All right. Um, so since you asked your captain and manager, yeah. I guess I will ask my captain and manager. So the, the big question that I think a lot of people that are following the league um, that might be a little uh, curious to is what was the strategy double dipping in the STL and grabbing Mike Sawyer? So great question. Um, when I looked at the board – it was kind of, honestly, a big F you to every other group. If uh, you're going to go ahead and grab Bailey right off the top, uh, I'm grabbing the third best player in St. Louis. I'm making sure no one else has him. Uh, it's a solid plug and play if I need it, if I can't do it one game. Uh, or I might just start him every, uh, every time I have the opportunity. You never know. Michael's a good player. He games. He games hard. He's a good uh, overall player for Mario Party. And uh, let's be honest, he's the best shit talker on my team. That, that's that's valid. That he's probably one of the top shit talkers in the league. Yeah. Um, promo guy, good player. I mean, it was a solid play. Um, my kind of strategy going into it is I wanted, you know, top three player from each division, and I solidly have that. And uh, as long as I've got that, I filled my roster in with good, solid players across the board who win and compete. And uh, my team's pretty stacked. I like it. Michael will definitely be a proud salami. That is for sure. A proud oh, salami. He is the proudest salami. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I, 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 I'm thinking more of like a, a juicy, creamier salami, but I, I guess I'm off. I mean, you're, you're not wrong there. Uh, he's probably the creamiest uh, salami you'll probably ever see. <laughs> Oh man, this is getting XXX rated, and I love it. Oh, oh, okay. So uh, before before I, I uh, go again, Carter, it is yes, it is such an honor to finally meet you, sir. It's been it's been a long time. Oh man, it, it's uh, it's it's going. How 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 are you? I'm good, man. Woke up pretty eager. Uh, I was out at a Halloween party last night, and like what you said, no alarm clock this morning. I popped right out of bed. Uh, made myself a nice iced coffee, cracked down the com- or opened up the computer, and we're ready to go, dude. God bless, man. God bless, and I'm glad you're ready because uh, I, I look. I was looking down your roster. Of course, it's very impressive. I'm not gonna, you know, I'm not gonna lie or say anything like that. I, I don't, you know, a lot of these players I don't want to go against, but you know, there is one that I do want to go against. 
and I, I wanted your uh, your thoughts here. So I, I'm looking down, right a right a you know, you got my man Zach Swanson here. If anyone's a fan of the podcast, they know that me and Zach have have some beef that I'm I'm perpetrating all by myself, and I'm still waiting for Zach to respond. Hi, Zach, how are you doing? So, <laughs> so, so my question to you is, what do you see in Zach Swanson? What what made him hot salami material? Well, first off, you can't have uh, hot salami without some Swanson deli meat. So <laughs> when. We looked when I looked at the rosters. When I looked at who was available, um, Zach's a sneaky player. He he comments quite frequently. He uh, posts a lot. He's always kind of involved. Um, and, you know, my gut told me I think he'd be a solid player for me. And I see him play um, different platforms. I'm like, you know what? I'm going to give him a shot. I don't know a lot about him, but uh, my gut kind of told me, hey, I think he might be your sleeper pick. So I would take him. He was cap friendly, uh, yeah, and he filled out the roster. So I don't have a lot of information on Zach, but kind of went with my heart and the small information I did go off, small sample size. I was like, you know what, we're doing it. I'm not gonna lie, I just Googled Swanson's Deli Meat, and it actually legit is a place in Chicago, which is ironically where I'm from. So oh I don't know. <laughs> no joking here. Swanson's Deli Meat is literally on 103rd Street in Chicago, Illinois, and that is legit where he's from. So this is, like, super ironic and hilarious. You know what? You know what? No, I'm glad you said that. I will go there. I will go to Zach's hometown. I will give him his hometown advantage if we were to match up. Playing in the deli meat shop. (laughs) Let's do it. Slicing you up, baby. (laughs) (laughs) Slicing you up for days. That was a good question. I like that. That I just had to. I thought the Swanson's deli meat thing was a joke, and I just was going along with it at the draft. <laughs> and I was like, I wonder if there's a place like throughout America that's called Swanson's deli meat. Legit, it's in his hometown. That's insane. That's fantastic. Oh, I gotta love it. Uh, so I got a question now. Um, since I think we're just gonna rotate here, Mister Mages, unless you want to cut in front of me. No, that's fine. All right, this one's going to go to Kyle Sikorsky. I am super curious. We already kind of touched on this, but um, I, I was very intrigued to see you win um, the the duos um, in Buffalo, uh, going for Mages and Kevin and going with Ashley and Brandon. Uh, do you have any worries about your Buffalo roster and availability? Uh, honestly, I don't because I feel like uh, there are definitely places where I can, you know, plug different people in and play. Um, I had a lot of options this month with Super. I had a lot of options with, um, you know, even the N64. And I'm, you know, just played the people that I played. But, you know, worst case scenario, I just feel like I got role players that'll that'll jump in, um, you know, without a problem. I feel like Ashley and Brandon. Uh, the purpose of having both of those two is so then they could practice and help each other out because if I tell them, hey, we're going to play Mario Party 6, you better believe that you're going to see a lot of Team Bash Mario Party 6 results popping up just to prepare. Actually, one last night on Super, that's who's going to play in Buffalo, uh, planning on playing in Buffalo for me. Um, You know, same thing with Kevin and Mages. I I, I think those two guys are super solid, but, you know, they'll get together, they'll train each other up. Um, you know, no matter what system comes into play. So I, I feel like that's definitely a strength of my team. 
Um, I feel like across the board, uh, like I said, I, I got role players all across the board ready to ready to jump, and uh, people people better watch out. Mages, you know, always talks about the year of mages, and and you know, I think you're finally going to see it come to fruition uh, here in season three. Ooh, is that a is that a plug to your team? Uh, my my guys have already shown in the league uh, since the draft that uh, they are ready to go. Brandon has uh, has you know shit talked more in the past two weeks than he has probably in his entire life. And um, <laughs> that's true. You, you know, and Mages is uh, about ready to uh, cut the greatest promo of all time in uh, just a short while here. Oh, really? We got promos coming. I'm I'm, I'm intrigued. Oh boy. Um, for this is going to be a question for both of you. Um, wh- what are you guys expecting for game one? Um, are, are you kind of going into it open-minded and expect the unexpected? Or do you have like a kind of an idea? <laughs> I, we're looking at Nashville kicking it off today. Uh, looking to win, obviously. Yeah, Mario Party is going to be very dependent on whatever board is played. Because all the boards, like the last, you know, like uh, I think seven and and six, if I'm not mistaken. I mean, every board has different strategies to it. So you know, there's there's a hotel board where you got to gain stars. There's one where you steal stars from other players. There's normal board. There's a board where you don't know where the star is, where you just literally go through the map blind. So I mean, it's you know, it, it 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 could go a lot of different ways today. Um, I know, I know I'm starting myself, um, because Adam unfortunately can't make it and really our, uh, scheduling this month for Nashville was dependent on Matt and Bethany. Um, I believe, uh, Jer said on the podcast, he's going to start Jana and she was, uh, talking to me about, you know, different things going on in Mario Party 8. So that was, I think what Brian, didn't he say he was going to start Matt today? Is, is that, is that, is that confirmed? Uh, I know I actually don't even remember I I know that the plug was leaning towards Bethany at first but I don't know if there was actually uh, confirmed yeah I don't think so gotcha yeah yep Jer, Jer said uh, Jer said that's official Matt Matt is the uh, oh, okay Matt, Matt is a starter and then we're just waiting to hear who uh, who Carter's gonna start that's you know Carter you got some insight for us Oh, absolutely. So uh, out of the Buffalo region this uh, month, we're playing uh, Mr. Brendan himself. Okay. Mr. Juicy Fruit. And then we're going to book him with Kayla Booker this week. Kayla on. I, I, I'm assuming uh, Kayla's on, on Mario Party 2. Is is, is that correct? Uh, no, I'm actually going to do Brendan on Mario Party 2. Mm. Just gotta, just gotta make sure for my for my team strats, get them ready. Gotta get inside their heads now. <laughs> I mean, you're um, not gonna penetrate that fortress. Sorry. <laughs> o- only then, uh, salamis, only salamis mm-hmm. for that penetration. Yeah. Wow. Correct. Correct. Oh God. And then Carter, what do you have for Nashville and St. Louis? So Nashville, we're going with uh, Brooke herself. Uh, I'm not gonna make any salami references there. That's weird. Sorry, uh, Kyle, that's all you. Um, yeah, but we're going to have Brooke out of Nashville. Uh, solid player. We're going to give uh, everybody a good run for their money. And then uh, I'm going to be starting 
for uh, the St. Louis region this week. Going to start us off strong. Going to win a crown. Going to win my match. We're going to have a great time. Uber excited that those are these are some strong matchups, just like we were projecting in the first uh, video and podcast. It's going to be super exciting to see some of these slugfests. God, we got yeah. some talent right out the gate. Jesus, I love it. Hey, sorry for my uh, ignorance here, but who else is starting in uh, St. Louis this uh, month? I know Brian did Bailey, but yep. I didn't know who the other two were. Um, I think uh, Jer announced that he was doing uh, Nick Nunferin, if I'm not mistaken. He's I think. Perfect. <laughs> he, well, I mean, when I, what I remember is he just said Nick. I don't know if he. Oh yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah, he, he said Which Nick, one? but he didn't know if it was with a if it had a K in the name or not. Uh, and then uh, Kyle, Kyle, have you announced? Your yeah, name? I, I, but you know, St. Louis is always tough. We got a couple babies at home, so uh, you know, it's it's going to be very much up in the air. Both my guys are ready. I've talked to them both. They are emulator practicing uh, as we speak. The, and, the MGM practice matches. Yep, and uh, you know, so it's it's all really going to come down to what what that what that date is uh, that gets decided. I feel, and and my guys are ready to get plugged in. Awesome, awesome, awesome. Um, I I'm super intrigued. So we have the Nashville date already knocked out and ready to go. Um, that's going to be today live on the Facebook group, and then uh, hopefully these other Buffalo and STL dates come soon. I think uh, Carter, if I'm not mistaken, you hinted towards your uh, potential um, fantasy matchup in St. Louis could be for the crown. Uh, yeah. So we've been in uh, negotiations with the current crown holder. And uh, that tyrant that she is. I'm probably we're looking my calendar. Make sure I'm giving the right date. We're hosting a friendsgiving uh, on the 21st, so we might throw down the same night as well. So that means I can't drink until after the match, so I don't get naked in Mario Party again. <laughs> please, please do. We we need another belt to go flying across the screen. I'm sorry, that was the most subtle, perfect thing in that entire video. You just see me come out of frame. Carter, don't take your pants off, Phil. <laughs> see you later. See you later. <laughs> <laughs> those, oh, gotta uh, love it. Gotta those love STL it. streams scare me. The last one I watched was a was a little, a little hectic. There was some stuff going on in the kitchen. There was a there was a little house tour. Three people grabbed the phone. It was it was weird. Yeah, well, well, watching the watching the STL streams is like uh, going down Willy Wonka's river. I mean, it just it gets it gets messed up. Uh, I was thinking it's of it true. more being like uh, watching the real world back in the '90s, like the original <laughs> real world. The kids, so, like, yeah. <laughs> they were so new to the situation. So like, oh man, and it's um, expect the unexpected during an STL stream. It will either be super chill and everybody will be laying on the couch cuddling the dogs or people are whipping pants and belts and anything that's near them. That's very true. That's how we do it, baby. We get weird around here. <laughs> I love it. And it doesn't have to be for Mario Party either, people. Facts. <laughs> that's for a different podcast. That's, yeah, that's, that's definitely for past the butter. 
Um, actually, so uh, Mr. Mages, <laughs> think about uh, some questions. I'm going to give a friendly plug to a fellow podcaster. Um, and Carter, I'm going to let you kind of talk about it. So for anybody that doesn't know, Carter has also started off his own podcast. Um, it's called Pass the Butter. And uh, tell us and give us some information on it. Yeah, man. I appreciate the plug. Thank you. Um, yeah, so it is a podcast that me and a, uh, a cohort do together, RJ Montel. He's in the league as well. Green um, Machine. So kind of – what's that? said Mean Green Machine. Uh, yeah, yeah. He's putting that um, So our, RJ actually went to broadcasting school back in the day and used to – we used to do this back in like 2010, 2011 before it was cool. And uh, kind of fell off, and I was talking to him a couple weeks ago about it. He's like, I'm like, yeah, I'm looking for a podcast partner. And he goes, dude, I'm down. I go, well, I want to do it over food. He goes, I don't care. I'll do it. Just I'll study whatever I need to. I'm like, all right. So we kind of took off a couple weeks ago. Um, Our goal right now, we're going to get four episodes logged, edited, and ready to roll. And then we're going to release them all. And then every uh, other week on Wednesdays, we're going to record and release every other Friday. That's the goal moving forward. Uh, I'll give you a sneak peek. The, the first episode, so the whole premise of the show, let me back myself up, uh, Pass the Butter is one simple question, and it is, what does food mean to you? So you could have a, an emotional experience. You could have a love of cooking like I do. It could be regional. Uh, you know, there's a lot of um, different things that go into why people cook, and I just thought it was a really fun question to ask. And then, um, so first episode is just kind of going over your background, uh, myself and Mr. Montel. And then the second episode, we started having some fun with it. We did a candy episode, uh, broke down, you know, favorite American chocolate, uh, top 10 candies. And then we did a blind candy taste test. So it was a lot of fun. Uh, yeah, I like it. Yeah. And then, um, in the upcoming weeks, uh, give a little uh, teaser. We're going to do a chicken wing episode, so get ready for that, Buffalo. Mm. Are, are you going to put yeah. them on the pit? Uh, you know, we're going to talk about it. We're going to talk about it. Too can't give you too many spoilers now. Uh, <laughs> I I will say one question that's going to dominate the show. Uh, we won't get into it here because it'll probably run uh, Mr. Juicebox show here about four hours. Uh, are wings boneless, or are they not? So, oh boy! <laughs> dun dun dun! Carter, what uh, what what platforms are you uh are you casting to? Yeah. So we're gonna do Podbean. I'm gonna do um, Apple Podcast, and then I'm trying to see if I want to do Spotify. Nice, nice. Gotta love. We're it. gonna be tuning in. We're gonna be we're gonna be all in that. We're gonna be with, with the wings, the candy, the food. If anyone has seen me, I'm a big food guy. So you know we're gonna we're gonna be tuning in. God bless. What is it called again? So the viewers at home know. So it's gonna be called Pass the Butter. Pass the butter. God, I love it. When 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 each of you talk, are you going to be passing butter between the two of you to signify who's who's currently got the mic? We're actually gonna be rubbing it on our nipples. Ooh. <laughs> is it is it salted or unsalted? Oh, that's another great question. That'll Truffle be butter? Episode. Oh, damn it. <laughs> Truffle. I'm going to leave. I'm going to leave that on the shitter. <laughs> damn. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, Go good, man. It's no, a lot of fun, and I'm, uh, awesome. I'm excited to be doing it. 
Awesome. Thank you, Carter, for sharing that. I uh, just want all those listeners out there, if you're if you're a foodie like me and my co-host, Big Page Mage, we e. love talking food, eating food, all that kind of stuff. you got to listen to Pass the Butter. Um, that first episode, uh, Carter, are you expecting that to probably be out within the next week, two, three? Uh, it's going to be out this month. I want to get the third episode done first before we do anything. Yeah. And then I'm, we're going to release um, two of them at one time. And then we're going to start releasing uh, episode basis after that. Yeah. Looking forward to it. Make sure you get uh, get that info out to me when it does release because I will definitely share it on all the social media platforms. I Absolutely. love it. Yeah. Uh, I will say, too, um, further down the road, we're going to start our own YouTube as well. And uh, we're going to have some fun, interesting That, that way we can videos. see the butterings. Exactly. Uh, YouTube does have some privacy things that you're going to have to watch out for. <laughs> <laughs> we'll go around Google that. Dominant. <laughs> you're going to get demonetized within five minutes. <laughs> That's, that is the goal, baby. <laughs> you win some, you lose some. Here we go. Love it. Very true. All right. Um, Mr. Big Page Mage, you got any other questions that are on the surface here? Oh, yes. And without even, you know, Carter's already developing chemistry with us here because he perfectly led into this question. So uh, God bless. God bless. Pass the butter again. It actually has something to do with that. So uh, you actually mentioned uh, the man R.J. Montel. Now, you know, for, for the people who are in the Mario Party League, you know, they haven't really had much exposure to Mr. Montel. You know, they haven't really, you know, seen a lot of him. You know, it's, some say, you know, he's kind of a... Uh, as Brendan says a lot, the wild card wild here. Card, but, you know, so, uh, <laughs> the soundboard. So, uh, I need something like that that just ran. I could just hit every. We time. need to get that soundboard, absolutely, please. But but Kyle, you know, you you obviously you have the highest bid on the man. What do you see in RJ Montel that makes him mean green machine material? I mean, honestly, like I said, going through the the draft, um, you know, very early on. Um, you know, big heavy hitters like I, you know, I threw Brooke out there. I mean, honestly, love my wife. Think she's a great player. She was going to be too Absolutely. too much money for what I wanted. Um, you know, I'm trying to find those role player guys, and I had it beforehand. You know, okay, you know, if I got this this person for this amount of money, then I'm going to spend this amount for this person for whatever position they're going to fit in, and RJ fit right into that right into that mold. Uh, you know, for for my for my cap space and and all that, knowing that I had Blake, uh, super strong player, knowing that I had uh, Robert, uh, wanting to uh, chomp at the bit to uh, make a splash in the league, and again, that's how I know that they're gonna, you know, he's gonna be able to be a great plug and play guy when when Blake's got the baby slash babies at home. RJ's ready to uh, to you know jump in and uh, you know be be ready to go. Love it. He's going to be a star. You you picked a good player. I've been playing video games with the kid for 14 years. Kid can game. Uh, His thing is he's got to stay focused. If he stays focused, he'll bring you some wins, man. He's a good player. Awesome. Uh, And actually, side note, I do want to say, speaking of baby babies at home, I'd like to give a big shout out to the new members of the Mommy and Daddy Club, Melissa and Sean Casillo. They brought a beautiful baby girl into this world by the name of Baby Morgan. Uh, We are happy to hear uh, Melissa is doing well. 
Uh, super happy Woo! to hear. I think they are heading home today. Uh, super happy for you. Congrats. That's awesome. Love All it. right. And now uh, I got to ask a question, and this is going to go out to both of you. We'll start with Carter. Um, where do you guys feel um, in the draft? Because we haven't focused, we've been player focused. Um, you can answer this player focused, but I want to know in the draft, where did you feel you were targeting um, most of the players that you were trying to get? And did you get anybody that you felt was a steal? Yeah, I'll start with that one. Um, so this was the first time I've ever done an auction draft. So I did a bunch of research. Uh, ahead of time just to kind of make sure I didn't you know, look like an idiot. You know, feel I did a really good job of not looking like one. So um, I will say my first overall strategy was to get a dominant player in every single division, like I said earlier, and I did that. I achieved that and still have cap, and that was my goal. And then at the end of it, when I needed more Buffalo or I needed a Nashville player, you know, to kind of like what Kyle said, moneyball it in there and see what I could get uh, at a good value. Um, I will say the I think the two best rounds of the entire uh, <clears throat> of the entire uh, draft was round one. Obviously, you just had four heavy heavy hitters, and then round five as well when I got to steal Brandon Geisel off the board for pennies on the dollar. Pennies on the dollar. Yeah, I mean honestly, Brendan was a really good pickup. Uh, cap space was dwindling at that point, especially for a starter in Buffalo. And I was just, you know, I, I already got my, my core Buffalo crew at that point. And I was just like, man, Brennan's sitting out there and someone's just going to scoop him up because they had it. And I mean, for me personally at that time, uh, you know, he, I, I, I just, I, I didn't need him. I, I, I didn't need him. And mm-hmm. I'm like, some, you know, someone else is going to get Brennan for a good price. And, you know, and, and he did. Well, yeah, after I saw um, Jer put, so, put his bid out for Jordan, I was like, okay, he doesn't need Brendan anymore. And then I was looking at your team and I was like, I don't think he's going to try hard for Brendan. So really I was just competing against Brian. And I just started doing the math between uh, – between picks and I was like he doesn't have the money to buy him just outbid him by a dollar we're done and it's kind of funny um, so I was the auctioneer um, sitting behind the scenes seeing what people were live bidding and um, I'm not going to lie I was very surprised um, at how that all went down and transpired after the name was thrown out there Um, if I'm not mistaken I think Kyle you threw the name out uh, honestly, I, I, I don't recall. Actually, I don't recall the room out. Um, it was Brian. It was, he had the first overall pick. Okay, yeah, yes, Brandon that's correct. Um, yes, that is correct. So um, when he threw the name out, it was one of those things where, I, Carter, you doing the math in your head to make sure that you could beat out everybody um, by a dollar, that was awesome. Yeah, um, it started falling that way, and I'm just sitting there just writing down everybody's number after every pick, and I'm just like, I'm like, I can get him. No one can outbid me. I'm like, perfect. Does someone say his name? (laughs) Crazy how it worked out. Um, Transition, uh, Kyle, go ahead and uh, answer the question, and then I got a part two for both of you. All right, so so about uh, steals, I mean, I, I, I think I honestly got mages for a good price. I feel like I got Brandon Janizewski for a good price. The but honestly, the number one steal for me 
The only person I truly wanted the entire draft was Adam Cottingen. It's really? the only one. He's the only one that I 100% for sure knew that if I get Adam, I uh, an entire region is just lo- we're locked down. Um, you know, Brooke, Brooke. I mean, obviously, if I would have got Brooke, I, I, I would have felt better. But I, there was no way I was going to spend that kind of money. But Adam, I knew I was going to get for the best price value with the best results. So um, while other guys could, you know, could surprise, I just I have complete faith that. I, I told Adam, I'm like, I don't care. You play any week, any month that you want to play that you're available. This month, he just happens to not be here. Um, but I would have played him. Like, I, it doesn't matter to me. Any month, I feel completely comfortable with him playing anyone in the region and and winning. Um, um, what kind so. of uh, – because I, I truthfully actually don't even know the answer to this. What kind of experience does he have playing all Mario parties? Because really, we really haven't seen when, – besides when he's playing with you guys, and it yeah. usually tends to be super or um, – I, I don't even know if he's ever played the N64 ones. What, so, what kind of experience does he have previous to the league? Adam Adam has played N64. Now, Mario Party, you know, wasn't really his thing, which I, I feel like for a lot of people who even are gamers, like even Michael Sawyer – like he's a gamer guy. I mean, he's not necessarily like a Mario Party guy. He just you know does it for the league, and you know, and hey, more power to him. I get it. Um, but with Adam, um, he, he's played the N sixty four Mario Parties. The biggest thing is when I played with Adam before we played our very first match in Super, just to get him ready for it. Me and him just were playing random mini games so he could get the feel for the games, and he was doing just out of the gate really really well so like you know how some people when they first play a game they just you know they're like oh how does this work or just like the feel of the physics yeah like he had it down no matter what kind of game it was whether it was a motion game whether it was a old school sideways you know you hold the controller sideways uh d-pad and uh like a stick Mm -hmm. an a button like he had those physics down just right from the get-go and in the mini games he's a super strong player and the biggest thing with the older games is is capital is coins and if adam can rack up coins it doesn't even matter you know it's everything else is going to fall it, it'll it, it'll come um because in the old games you don't get you don't get money for second place so um in those mini games so that, that that's where i feel the most comfortable is even if he doesn't have an experience with a gamecube game or something that he plays i mean he can pick up those video game physics faster than anybody else in the in the nashville region at least Awesome. That's that's a solid, solid answer. I like it. I already forgot my segue question because that was such a goddamn good answer, and I was very intrigued by Adam Cottingen that I don't even remember now. Fuck, and I feel like Adam's going to win us the chip. <laughs> Probably will. Probably will. Damn it. I really actually – I'm blinked. That was such a good quality <laughs> answer that I legit – I had a really good segue – to bring up and I truthfully that that rocked my socks off. Good job, Kyle. You know, I like that. Thanks. You know what, Juice Box? Don't worry. I'll, I'll take over for you, big Save dog. Me. So, so uh, I I asked uh, both Jeremy and Brian this. So I will bring this question to light here. Uh, I will start with Carter first. What are you? How do you feel about the two Buffalo rosters, aka? Uh, Peaches and cream and flood. What are your thoughts on them? Trash, trash, trash. Sorry, I just had to get that in. 
Go ahead, Carter. So overall, up and down. Uh, we'll start with the weirdest name I've ever heard, Team Flood. Um, yeah. I'm not going to lie. He's got two of the top four Buffalo players in the in – the, or two of the top four players, I think, in the entire league. So I think he's very top-heavy. Uh, after that, sorry, you're not really impressing me. So uh, I don't have a lot of good players after that. Um, no offense to Mr. Nunfarin. I love you, buddy. You're my bro. But um, man can't stay focused enough to uh, win a game or be in the top two. So not super scared about it. Uh, hey. So I'm going to agree with uh, Kyle. Trash. Wow. Yep. Uh, oh, and then uh, let's take a look at Mrs. Uh, Peaches and Cream here. I, I'm just saying he should have been team hidden dice block. He missed an opportunity there. But anyways. <laughs> I don't know. I, I'm going to tell you that that is very intriguing being that he is Mr. HDB himself. It would have been a great team name, but my favorite team name is still Peaches and Cream. Sorry, Carter. I mean, I, I feel it fits the best uh, you know, with, with the Mario Party theme. Um, but yeah, I think he missed an opportunity. So um, I will say yeah. on his team, I think he drafted well. He started out of the gate so strong with Bailey, he blew such a big load. Uh, he had to really be conservative the rest of the draft. But, I mean, you kind of expected that with, like, Bailey, Brendan, Jordan, those type of picks that you're going to spend top dollar. So, after that, and then he got Eric Geisel. And I was like, I wasn't Ugh. mad about it. Like, he's a good player. But I'm like, I feel like Brian's a better player. So, I'm like, why you get – I don't know. I just thought it was kind of a waste of draft or a waste of uh, capital. He could have – He'd have gotten somebody better in the STL besides Bailey or somebody better in Nashville. Um, so it's a good team, not a great team. Um, honestly, if you want my opinion, uh, I think top, if you want to rank your team's top one through four here, uh, I'm actually going to give Mean Green Machines number one. I think Kyle did a good job rounding out his team. Uh, just solid people across the board. I, I mean, I, you can't be mad at it. I'll be honest. He has a good team. Uh, Amy's got Dad Ash. That's one of the girls I wanted so bad, so bad, and Kyle got her. I wanted her to round out my salami sisters, but nope. <laughs> the salama mamas. The salami yeah, the salama mamas are real people. Yeah. We're, I'm whipping yeah. up a drink for that. The salama yeah, mamas are real. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so I'm gonna give Kyle. I think Kyle has the best team, to be honest. And then after that, I was gonna do me, and then. Uh, Peaches and cream, and then Team Flood because Jer, your team's garbage. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I think Jer, I think uh, Team Flood has a pretty solid Buffalo roster. Uh, honestly, um, you know, Jer Jordan, of course, you know, big number one, number two. I think Chuck is a is a great number number three. Um, you know, Ben and Dave, I think, as Brennan said, are those wild cards. I think that's where it gets it gets dangerous. Um, and if the right people play against them, I mean, it, it could be some trouble for them. Uh, Nick, Nick and Nick for Flood, I think, you know, I, I think it's a solid group, but I, I think you're you're hitting down in those tiers. But, you know, if they're listening to this podcast, they may put the fire under them. You just never know. Um, I think, and then, go ahead. Go ahead, oh, go ahead. Sorry, go ahead. I was going to say, and then, you know, as far as Nashville goes, um, Keaton and Jonna, I mean, I, I just I just think if, if you got those two uh, competing against me or Adam, against Brooke or Allison, um, you know, even against the Rouches, who I think are going to be uh, 
stronger contenders than people may think just because they're new. Um, you know, I, I, I think it's a little rough for, for the flood. I think Buffalo's pretty, pretty good. But then when you look at those other regions, I think they're, they're a little weaker um, as far as flood goes. For peaches and cream, I would, the main reason I did, I did not bid very high on Eric, if I remember correctly, just because he's had those goose egg games and in, a, in a league where um, coins and, and stars give you points, I mean, you, you, can't, you can't have any 0-0 games. And that's honestly, Jordan's had those too. Um, you know, where he just, he just gets cold. And I mean, so I, you know, Eric, I was a little weary of, uh, George Mendez, I thought was a huge steal for Brian, to be honest. I couldn't believe the money that he got for George. Um, uh, I thought that was great. Um, I think Daniel Mooney is an amazing compliment to Bailey. I, I feel like that's a lot like me and Adam here in Nashville. I feel like the Bailey, uh, Bailey Daniel combo, um, really does well and then i think joey dowell is gonna you know potentially be a, a he's not necessarily a rookie this year but i mean just you know if, if i think i think he may show up very well um so i mean brian brian's I, I think got a overall more solid team and i honestly think he has the potential league mvp with bailey um you know there was there was definitely a reason even though it was an auction that she was the number one name thrown out there that's true. I mean, she is. The, I mean, let's be honest. She's the best player in St. Louis. So that is the truth. Blood goddess, baby. Can't can't. Oh yes, blood goddess reigns supreme. Sorry. Is there a player? This is directed to both of you. Is there a player that you missed out on that you were targeting, um, or that after you look at the draft, um, that you could have fit in your team that you like? You wish you would have gotten. Um, I mean, honestly, besides Bailey, and again, I when I bid on Bailey, I bid for based on my Moneyball, proje- you know, projections, how much I was willing to spend on her. I kept bouncing back and forth. Do so I really want to spend, you know, more of my cap on this player? But I, I decided on, on what I did, uh, so I'm not mad about that that one. But really, honestly, I would have to say George is probably the number one. Where for um, where he was in the draft, uh, he definitely would have fit well with the rest of my squad. I don't know necessarily who I would have rather, you know, who I would rather take out and put George in for, um, because I think I do have a super solid Buffalo roster, but he is definitely one that for when you saw what he went for, um, you know, that, that, that was probably the, probably the best pit, one of the best pickups, uh, of the draft. Solid answer. Um, I'm going to say Mr. C-Tier himself, I think, was one of the steals in the draft. That guy consistently plays well. He may not win every time, but he is always solidly playing. He may be in third, but only by a few coins. Or maybe in second, but it's only by a star. I thought that was one of the biggest steals of the entire draft. I'm trying to find when he was drafted second in the second round. Like I honestly thought he was going to go top three players. And um, I was just kind of on this, but uh, yeah, Charles McFadden is my answer there. Yeah, it, it was. I thought it was interesting that even though it makes no difference in this league uh, about as far as like how points are constructed, it doesn't matter about personalities. But like you guys said in the last podcast, the personalities on these teams fit their team captains. I feel like so well. 
Um, you know, like Chuck yes. is a team flood guy. Like <laughs> there's no doubt Absolutely. about it. If, if, if you saw the post from yesterday in the league, uh, that is team <laughs> flood. So, <laughs> you know, like I, that's, you know, it was, that, that's all I can say. I mean, up and down that roster, that's Jer's roster up and down Brian's roster. I mean, those are Brian's people up and down, you know, and, and like, you know, they're, 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 they're pretty quiet relatively, but they're sneaky good. Uh, you know, my roster, I feel like these are people that, you know, pump out content and, you know, just put stuff out there, whether it's promos or memes or whatever. And then Tommy Sot Salami. I mean, I just think those are, those are Carter guys. Those are people that, with the um, big salamis. Well, I mean, Carter is very vocal during his matches. He's an agent of chaos. And I think Connie, agent of chaos. Brendan, agent of chaos. Like, just up and down the line, you have Carter people. So, I mean, it, it was interesting. Even though, again, that's not going to matter when it comes to the points. But And I don't think anyone was thinking about that as they were going through the, you know, because it doesn't really matter as far as points. But uh, it just it just worked out. So this actually, you you helped me find my segue question from a, hey. about what forty minutes back. Um, <laughs> do you guys, as managers, and I wish I would have asked this to the other gentlemen, do you feel that there is any role that you guys will play to help boost gameplay from some of these people on your roster? Um, I guess like how I mean that is when when coaching in the NFL or any sport, um, there's there's changes that you can make mid game um, to, and a team just comes out of the gate playing completely different. Is there anything that you guys can do, whether it's from a, like a, obviously you guys are both in different territories, but is there anything that you guys feel that you can do to help? So um, I'll be honest. I actually need to get information like phone number wise from y'all on my players. Sorry, I just think so. oh, Anyways, um, you know, and just kind of open that communication and relationship, I think is the number one thing. Um, I really want to take a deep dive into my players to see, hey, what do you think your biggest weakness is? And um, let's improve on it. Let's see what we can do mid-season to keep growing it. And then that way, when I need to plug and play everybody, we're solid across the board and we're going to compete and we're going to show up. I think that's the number one thing I'm thinking about right now. Yeah, I mean, honestly, and kind of going off of Carter, I mean, that's honestly one of the first things I did. I mean, the very next day after the draft, I immediately started Facebook message groups with, you know, the whole, my whole team, with the individual region of Buffalo, especially, just because that's going to be the biggest one to kind of plan for. Um, you know, and I'm like, hey, what do you guys, what, what do you guys, you know, think you're the best at? Uh, people get, you know, really, you know, down on, on uh, KG for like, you know, maybe not being available or this and the other. But honestly, I don't think there's any other captain besides me that's going to bring more out of KG. And he's a scary good player. His uh, his tier ranking points per game is off the charts. Um, so, I mean, when you look at a, a guy like KG, who's a really good player, I mean, I, I don't think there's a better manager, you know, not trying to toot my own horn too much, but there's not a better manager uh, the me to get the best out of him and making sure that he's put in the best position to uh, to win. I like it. I agree with that a hundred percent. Quick PSA: uh, instead of passing the butter, uh, Tommy's hot salami. The members, you need to pass Carter the numbers. He needs those digits. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Good time facts there. 
Better hide your numbers in the butter dish. He will find them. He's always packing it. Just, just slip them in like like a mom like a mom packing a lunch for a kid. Just slip it in between the, the PB and J. Uh, that's how you do it. How you doing? Uh, I will say, question. Um, yeah. I'm looking at the uh, the docs here, and I just wanted to bring this to attention. I've been looking at them all this morning, and I just have to say. The hashtags that are used on these rosters are amazing. I don't think I laughed as hard as Team Floods, Keaton Sikorsky's hashtag. I know than anybody else's hashtag. (laughs) (laughs) I straight up died this morning when I read that. Like, I would laugh for a solid two minutes. So I just want to give a big shout out to Jer on that because I just thought that was amazing. Should, should should we give a quick rundown of these hashtags or not? So one hundred percent. One of my favorite things about that Google, this Google Doc, um, for anybody that's in the league that you didn't even know it existed, there is actually a legit team roster, roster by roster breakdown. Um, there's draft results. Uh, it breaks down the scoring, and uh, we're setting up the schedule when we obviously are able to set up the dates. Um, so actually, I think we have to input the. Did we do that? Yeah, we got to input the first uh, matchup yeah, here today. Um, but it, for any of you that haven't seen it, not only is there just the names <clears throat> with the roster, um, but there's nicknames which are awesome, and then the hashtags. The hashtags are amazing. Yeah. Um... I thoroughly enjoyed, I think, every one of Jair's hashtags. I just was like, you know what? You, you can't you, you can't knock yeah. the guy. The guy's clever as shit. And yeah. uh, he did a good job. The hashtag, yeah. I know, it just, it's going to get me. Every time I see Keith and Floyd, <laughs> I'm just, I, that's exactly what I'm going to think. Hashtag, I know. <laughs> yeah, I, might, I might have to make a drinking game out of it and sit there and watch. And every time I hear Keaton go, I know, I'm just going to take a drink. <laughs> Dang Carter here. <laughs> ready to have a good time. Uh, but uh, Dave, Dave Sanko, hashtag Polish Stallion. Jonna's is another funny one just because yeah. this is honestly what Jonna asks me like almost every time. Hashtag who's Jeremy? Because <laughs> all she does is see Jeremy Dobiez uh, is live or Jeremy Dobiez is posted. And she's like, who's Jeremy? Every freaking time. Oh, I love it. Oh, that's great. I, I really hope that we use these hashtags for like the matchups um, when we announce them. That I, I just feel like there's so much to good uh, to come out of it. Um, I, ironically, I mean the the whole reason that some of these hashtags even exist would be probably the person that brought the first one um, to the league and had it click uh, hashtag Year of Mages, um, which oh. there was actually a shirt made um, for it. Mister Mages, what's your favorite hashtag? Oh, boy. Uh, you know, uh, you brought up Year of Mages. Uh, I'm not going to pick that one. I'm not that, you know, I'm not that guy. But, uh, you know, if, I would like to go back a little bit. I think my favorite hashtag still to this day is probably Hurricane Season. I think yes. that one was took the league by storm. No, no pun intended. Pun intended. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, no. I as soon as that one came out, you know, like it, we we did have our little beef there. But no, I I thought that was the greatest thing to happen. And I I still kind of feel that way. I'm a little old school, but I think that one still reigns supreme. Love it. Uh, what's your favorite, Carter? 
favorite hashtag we've used is Hurricane Hoagie. Uh, just all the terrible photoshops that came with that hashtag. <laughs> it was just yes. comedic gold. Like, any time. Like, I actually, like, I would just scroll through and just keep trying to find it. Like, every other day on the page. Because it just always brings you a smile and a laugh. And it was just the worst Photoshop. But it was so good it was bad. It was so bad it was good, man. It was so... So, so entertaining. I hope they come back. I'm not going to lie. I missed that guy. Um, I will he's, say, he's Carter, you have two hashtag summer sausages. I'm uh, intrigued to see. Oh. Is that on purpose? Uh, no, that's an accident. Oh, I just okay. I don't know what to put there yet, so I just put that as a generic hashtag. Ah, perfect. Uh, Con- Connie, to Connie, has to be, Connie has to be angry sausage. Let's Let's be real. Angry sausage. Fire, firecracker sausage. <laughs> From what I've heard, that is true. I like aggressive sausage. Aggressive. Aggressive. Mean, mean red machine sausage. Oh, dang! <laughs> Shit, dude. All right. Uh, what have made? Did you got anything for these guys? Or uh, Ed Carter? Thank you for asking us a question. Do you guys got any questions for us? Yeah. Uh, actually, yeah. So. I want to just talk about how much fun you guys are having because you guys make this podcast really entertaining, and I just have to give you all a big shout-out for it. Well, thank you. And um, my question is, what do you all enjoy the most about this? Because I'm loving it. Every time I tune in, man, I am hooked. I got headphones in. I'm ignoring the goddess. I'm ignoring my dog. I am focused. (laughs) Oh, my God. I I, I mean, I'll start. I'll kick it off. I I think – the the best part about it is is bringing people like you guys in um but the the connection that mages and i have um so i i know bouncing this back towards you carter you gotta have um something that gels well co-host wise um that helps you feel comfortable and just the time passes when you hear our sign off i mean we're on episode 11 for the past 10 episodes our sign every sign off is whole and um to the point like we we are very truthful like we're not making that crap up the time flies it, it i literally will be just sitting here rapping chatting it's like sitting down with mages at the bar and just talking about life so I, that's personally why I love doing it, why I keep doing it. Um, I've actually, during the lull that we had of uh, like about, what, a month and a half, six weeks where uh, we yeah. didn't have anything getting uploaded, uh, I tried to record in the studio here um, a couple times. And I, it, I don't like hearing that, like for me, when I listen to a podcast and I feel like there's a lot of people like me, I don't want to hear the same voice for a, an hour stretch. I want to hear some bounce back. I want to hear different voices. Um, so that, that's, that's, I just missed my co-host, my man, big page mage. Oh, hundred percent agree, man. Um, I tried to get my podcast going by myself for, uh, three months and I recorded, I think four or five episodes and I hated it. I just, I'm like, I just lose interest 10 minutes into it. You have to have that riff back and forth, just the breakup of like tone and voice. It, it yep. keeps you in, intrigued on the actual dialogue and then you're sitting there like oh well Brendan says this I wonder how Magus is going to respond and it's it's, yeah. it's really fun to see that 
kind of or hear that come to fruition when you're listening to it. I think the biggest knock I could give this podcast is the fact that we do almost agree on like ninety percent of the things <laughs> we talk about. I I think that that is our flaw. I'm. I'm going to start rebuttaling him just to rebuttal him because I, I really – we do – I mean, we are very similar in a lot of things that we watch, pay attention to, and we're I'm starting to find that yeah. we are uh, – we, we have the same do you, thought. Do you really want one of you to be Skip Bayless, though? Let's let's be real. That's very true. I can't stand that Fair. guy. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, I mean, when Brendan – you know, podcasting was always like a huge thing because I like – I was really big into podcasting around like 2012. I wasn't doing it myself, but I found one that I was like super into. They were, they were, uh, I'm going to, I'm going to plug them real quick. They're, they're TWFS. And, uh, you know, I was listening to them like a lot, you know, I was becoming, I was in the chat rooms and, you know, I was doing all that and that, that kind of, they, they, it became more YouTube based, which is great. They're doing well, but you know, I was I was really I was missing that itch, and then you know, uh, me and Brendan started talking. You know, he was you know he he, he said it. He, he already said it, but I'll I'll say it again. You know, when we talk, it's just time flies. It, it really is. It's generic as it, it it does. It's crazy. But you know, even like before we started doing this, you know, at the bar, you know, we'd be having a conversation, it'd be like an hour later, we're like, what the fuck, what the hell, and you know, just stuff like that. You know, so we decided to do this. Uh, he decided to ask me to do it uh, I, i'm very grateful every episode because i know he could have picked anyone in the world and he picked little old me so you know uh, and and he's so great at, at the behind the scenes stuff he's so great at plugging it you know doing setting all this up you know i, I wouldn't this wouldn't be anything without him so you know uh, uh, i've you know without him you know there is no this so i was honored to be asked and it's been going so well the chemistry's been there i, I you know there was that lull a little bit but you know I've, once we get back into it like it's like the uh, it's like the number one thing I'm looking forward to. You know, I I woke up at the crack ass of dawn just for this, just so I can be here with you three, of course. And it's been I've been having a lot of fun this morning. And no, it's 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 been a uh, it's been really great. I've I've been loving it. episode eleven. We got renewed for for more trials or whatever, which is fucking fantastic. Like it's it's fucking uh, it's unbelievable. Uh, I'm loving it. I'm not crying. It's just the onions I got this morning for chili. <laughs> Cut your onions at some other time. Man. <laughs> no, why? You're cutting onions uh, in the middle of the podcast. Crazy. That's for past no, like, the butter, not for not for this. All <laughs> uh, joking aside, we're making chili today, so I cut some onions Ooh, earlier. Yeah. I uh, I cut some uh, for the uh, pork butt that I'm uh, uh, cooking up. Yeah. Actually, pass the butter. What are you eating today? Uh, yeah. Hold on. I've got two follow-up questions. One, oh. uh, Brendan, have you ever smoked your chili? If not, you need to. Uh-oh. It'll change the way you look at chili. I No, uh, I have not. Um, I don't know. So I um, – I, I mean, now I'm intrigued. I haven't, I've never, I really truthfully have never thought to do, to smoke it. So it's, it's called uh, OTT chili over the top. You put all your fixings in the cast iron or a uh, Dutch oven or just whatever pot you got. Put a, like a, a wire rack over top of it. Put all your meat on the rack. So all the fat from the meat as smoking drips into the chili. And then when the meat hits like 150 degrees, which takes like, hour hour and a half you chop it up throw it in the chili and then you smoke it on your or you cook it in the smoker for like another three hours just depending on how cons- your consistency you want gotcha. uh, it'll change it'll change your life i that's the only way i make chili 
I, I'm just curious. Is there is there going to be another podcast, the uh, Juicy Butter podcast, where it's the crossover, <laughs> the, col- the collab, oh. the, the the collab podcast? You know what? You know, you, uh, you never know. There's enough room in yeah. the kitchen. It's true. <laughs> Too many cooks. Too well, we many can cooks. Uh, we can we can gather around the island and we can discuss ideas. <laughs> Uh, and then second question is to Kyle. <laughs> Pass Kyle, the juicy butter. Yes, the juiciest of butter. Um, In a box. Kyle, what are you doing for your pork, man? I'm, I'm intrigued. Are you putting a slow, a slow cooker? Are you putting it in the oven? What are you doing? No, I mean, right now all I got is the oven. So uh, last night I uh, rubbed it down. Uh, we're doing Whole30 Ooh. right now. Um, so I'm about 20 pounds lighter than I was in August, which is great. Um kind of baby. But uh, so uh, we use coconut, uh, coconut sugar instead of brown sugar. But yeah. basically the main the main uh, spice or whatever you want to call it, coconut sugar, uh, paprika, cayenne, um, uh, garlic, salt, pepper, you know, mix that all up, rub it all over. And then I put it in the oven at 300 in a pot uh, for about seven hours. And then uh, it comes out nice and tender. Uh, take it out, fork it up. Pour some uh, uh, Primal Kitchen Hawaiian barbecue sauce over the top and let it go in a, a crock pot for people to uh, munch on over the course of the, the match today. And that's the plan. Like it. Um, it is it is delicious. So what time did you get up to put it in the oven? <laughs> uh, well, I mean, I got up at 530 because, I mean, how could I not? I was jazzed up for this. Um, but then I ended that's up putting it, put it in the oven at 7 a.m. Like, so, so literally 15 minutes, well, I guess a little bit uh, before that, but 15 minutes before the podcast started, I threw it in the oven. Nice. That's awesome. That's awesome. And then, uh, Brendan, to answer your question, uh, what am I making today? Uh, Typically, my Sundays and Saturdays are for the smoke, and my egg gets used pretty frequently. Uh, It's my smoker. It's called the Big Green Egg. Unfortunately, I'm not using it today. Um, Oh. I worked yesterday. I didn't have time to, like, kind of set anything out, and then... Um, I went to a Halloween little get together last night, so I didn't have time to do any prep work. Probably just going to meal prep all day. Um, I am going to grill a bunch of chicken breast for my lunch this week, but nothing crazy. Um, I think in the next month, I've got three Thanksgivings to go to. I have seven 10 pound turkey breasts in my deep freeze that are all going to get smoked. So it'll get a lot of use this month. Um, and I'm probably going to uh, smoke a whole pork belly as well uh, sometime this month. I've got like a six-pound slab of bacon I need to cut up and smoke. So, Damn, Damn I'm getting hungry. Yeah, I mean, I've seen it before. <laughs> the, uh, Maybe. I don't, know if you've ever, I don't know if you've ever seen it, but um, you can buy pork belly like as is, and you can cut it into like big-ass like – normally bacon's what 13 inches 12 inches and you can you know do i like to do like a 13 by 13 square and then you yep. smoke it whole and then you just carve it off of that when you're eating it like do you, you, do like you squeeze it like a, do you squeeze it before you carve it so you can see how juicy that, it is no why why, why? like no like, why would you push the, the juice that works so hard to keep it meat out of the meat because that's what literally everybody does on friggin' social media when they it's, smoke everything. It's the, it's the damn food money shot that you don't want to see. I know. Just, I just oh, man, like don't get me wrong. It's very satisfying to watch, but at the same time, it just angers me. 
I think that's them trying to sell you to make it so that you're like, oh, yeah, yeah I got to make this because it's going to be juicy as shit. But, you know, as a cook, you shouldn't do that because you're getting rid of the flavor. Exactly. exactly. I got to go to St. Louis. <laughs> Come on. Hey, my door is always open. Smoked meats will, in St. Uh, Louis. None better. Yeah. I'll, uh, I will make you a spread you won't believe. All the salami. Oh, my God. <laughs> No lie, Connie has said multiple times that at some point in life we need to make it to St. Louis and Carter has to cook for us. Yeah, I mean, I'm coming to now. Okay. I think uh, we'll just get all the Buffalo people there and uh, we'll have a we'll have a party. I like it. I'm so down. We're going to live cast from there, get ready. Ooh. You never know. Maybe uh maybe season 4 we do a live draft and we just we all have it in St. Louis. You never know. Hey. <laughs> If only Corona so could uh, help us out. Yeah, dude, dude, if you get RJ there, you could actually pass the butter while while you're going oh, past the butter. Oh shit! <laughs> uh, Jer Jer has claimed that every time he's gone to St. Louis, Carter has never once cooked for him. Oh no! Jer has gone to uh, St. Louis quite a few times. Oh my! Let's let's think about this here. Um, okay. All right. So last you were getting married for one. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Last your, birthday, time in town. your birthday for one, so I wouldn't expect you to have to cook on your birthday. Yeah, um, no, I was too drunk. Wedding? No. And so, so <laughs> the wedding, I don't remember what day Jared flew into town, but I told him they should come in on Thursday because we had all of Bailey's family over at the house. And I smoked chicken wings. No, I smoked brisket. Yeah. And I smoked um, pork belly. And I told him, like, you should show up. And then he, I don't think he flew in until Friday. But uh, not my fault. He missed on that one. So, But Jerry always complains. Like, he's always like, oh, I never get to play for the crown. I never get to do this. I'm like, yeah, but you're hanging out with uh, me and the goddess. That's what you really want to do. So, Ain't that the truth? Yep. It's true. Um, and uh, just to kind of talk about the other main topic of uh, Juicy Talk, uh, just so everybody knows, uh, Stefan Gilmore is also not playing in the Bills Patriots yes. game today. If the Bills lose today with Gilmore and Edelman out, my oh my god, oh my well, god! Well, this is where Cam's going to light it up, so be be prepared for that. Um, Four hundred so quarterbacks. I, I, will bring, I will I will bring this up to you then uh, for all of you fantasy football fans. Uh, something that I was reading, and I know Big Page made you you probably have a pretty good input on this. I uh, something I was reading about was that Stefan Gilmore's injury is not really actually an injury, and that they're holding him out because they're trading him. Do you think that's a possibility? Oh boy! Uh, did you see he put his house for sale as well? He did in, uh, in, in the region with the, uh, with the close date of like next week, which the trade deadline is <laughs> Tuesday. So what the hell? He's coming I back mean, to the Bills. Hell, we could use him. I think. I think our whole every phase of our defense is, is in shambles. Really, to be honest, with you. I, I don't think I'm not confident in one part. Even trade day, like trade day's been been good, but he's been really reckless and he's been do, uh, committing a lot more penalties than I, I'm used to seeing him commit. Speaking yeah. of reckless, did you guys? I got a rebuttal. Did you guys see his Halloween costume? I did not. Yeah, I saw. Was he was stone cold, and he literally was carrying blue lights by the six pack ring. It was awesome. 
What's that belt he had? It looked like a boxing belt. That was a that was a I, sniffy I was belt actually, Yeah, I was thinking the same thing when I looked at it. We're I'm, we're gonna have to share it on the social medias. It's it's an awesome photo. Dude, it, it was so good. I was I was happy with it. But no, it, it, um, to I, uh, this is really tough because Gilmore's like probably the best corner in the league, and we've never seen this happen. Well, we saw it with Jalen Ramsey, but that was a little different. But you Fuck know, like guy. I just <laughs> <laughs> fair enough. I'm actually Coming from with the you Jags fan. <laughs> but no, I. I, I like I don't want to believe he's going to like I don't believe he's going to be traded but like at the same time every reason to believe he's going to be traded is there so I, I you know what I'm not going to pussy out he's going to get traded you think he's, he's getting, getting traded I, a part of me just thinks that why would you wait why would you have waited this long in the season if you were truly like, like you're, you're trying to tank if you were trying to I, it's too late now because there are other teams that are just really bad um, but I mean. Everything that I'm reading is people are saying that his injury is not a big deal. Um, he could get traded, pass a physical, and be playing for a different team very quickly. Yeah, I would love to see him here in Buffalo. I mean, it, it, it would be killer. I mean, even you know, in Josh Norman, I mean, he's you know that terrible meme of him getting every any player on the defense for a cornerback would have got trucked by Derrick Henry. I don't care who they were, but. Um, you know he he's made some good plays, but he he's not he's not an every down uh, defensive back. He can't be out there every single down. Uh, Josh Norman can't. Um, we we need somebody else. Yeah, I agree. I I do. Uh, Josh Norman's tackling ability is awful, and I honestly think that Stefan Gilmore's is very suspect as well, though. <laughs> uh, if you, uh, for fantasy, if you have Cam Newton, start him. If you have any of the Patriots running backs, don't. Uh, here's the question. If you're going to say start Cam, do you start mm. Nikhil Harry in your flex today? Absolutely not. No. You start Cam because he's going to run. Uh, Nikhil Harry, if I'm not mistaken, is still battling the concussion. And I, I, from yeah, last I read, he was still considered eh, 50-50. And if he's 50-50, you don't play him. I dropped that dude. I hate he's, that whole Patriots offense. He's doubtful. I have him in my uh, dynasty, and he sits on my taxi squad. Well, you probably could clear that spot for somebody else. Um, <laughs> give him another year. I mean, I, honestly, he could, he could blow up future-wise. I, I I don't know. The Not Patriots today. are just – they're bad. And I – Tanking for Trevor. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, Maybe. but it's too late. <laughs> they beat Miami. They And who, who, what's their other win? They, they've already won too much to a point where – I don't. I don't know. It, it's going to be very hard. There are very bad teams in the NFL right now. They're at two wins. They're potentially probably going to get a third somewhere. Hopefully not this week. And at that point, some of those other teams are going to be a lot worse. These are two bad teams going at it today. There's just no sugarcoating it. I don't think that those are good either. Very true. But the Bills have have been beating bad teams. Barely. Barely. <laughs> hey man, you still get wins, okay? I yeah. get to watch the frustrations of the staff with a broken thumb. <laughs> hey, at least you guys are going to do well this week. It's true. Uh, I don't know. I think the bye week's going to take us hard in the fourth quarter. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. I How are the trying. Titans, Kyle? How are your Titans? I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm definitely still a Bills fan. I mean, Titans look really, really good. Um, I mean, honestly, both sides of the ball, I mean, they're taking care of it. Uh, you know, Tannehill's not making mistakes. Derrick Henry is just a beast. I mean, it's 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 crazy to think with physical specimens like that, like how teams could pass over 
the potential. You know, I know some guys don't show out yeah. in college and stuff like or whatever, but I mean, you just look at that and if you could develop a player that is that size, um, you know, it just you you you, you got to know that you have something something big and the Titans definitely do. One question though kind of not to always make it bills, but do you guys know anything more about uh, who what was the offensive lineman that we released quit in Spain, was that yep. it? Yep. Um, yeah. cuz that was a weird situation. Any any insight as to uh, as to why the Bills would have released a uh, a starting offensive lineman who didn't do terrible um, up to that point. Uh, 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 Jared Jared in the, in the in the says he was uh, overweight and not good. I I disagree. I think he was a, a I think he was one of our best rotational offensive linemen we've had. Uh, you know, like I think I think me and my dad were talking about it once, and he's like, you never heard his name, which is the ultimate compliment you can give because like he, he, there was never you know he never made any stupid mistakes he was pretty reliable pretty consistent like I, I don't know it was weird to me like i don't really like they moved cody ford to guard i don't think he's a guard material i don't i think he's been struggling a bit i, I don't know it was just i guess we weren't starting him so i guess i, I i'm assuming we couldn't find a trade partner but it, I, I, that whole situation was really weird to me i, I feel like he was like pretty good for I, I don't know i just feel like he was a player we shouldn't have cut yeah, the, yeah. The, sorry, go ahead, Brendan. I'm, I'm going to add something, but you, you go ahead first. I I, I would tack on I, – I, the, the coaching staff is rotating a lot of people, and the whole reason they brought him in in the first place was uh, as a rotational person. Um, I think at this point they cut their losses, and I, they're feeling that what they have rotation-wise is going to benefit them so I, I think it was a roster spot idea. Yeah, the, the, the one thing I, that made me weary about it was just the way that was coming right off the, the Kansas City game where the defense just like imploded with you could physically see frustration in the defense. And it yeah. just makes me weary for the locker room uh, camaraderie or whatever uh, chemistry. Um for how players are now perceiving this team, because the reason I feel like the Bills have gotten so good uh, coming into this year and the past couple of years and making the playoffs two out of the last three um, is just because players have really believed in the system. And like, you know, we, we came off of, you know, the worst skid in NFL history basically. And, um, you know, just to come back and players just believe that we could do it. And this year I'm just not, you know, I'm not seeing it. Uh, as of right now, I think the first four games were just killer. I mean, we were just shooting out of the gate, but I mean, you know, it, it made me weary coming off of that, that, that Kansas city game with how the players were reacting and just, do they still believe in the coaching staff and, you know, trusting the process as, you know, we Buffalo, Buffalo fans and players call it. Yeah, um, and I, I know – so I, I will say I don't think that there's any issue in the locker room with this happening. Um, I know it was more of a surprise, uh, but it was talked about. Um, Brandon Bean did say something about that they had talked to him and they thought he could – he wasn't going to get playing time and they thought he could go somewhere else. And out of respect, they, they released him um, to his knowledge because they thought he could go somewhere else and get some time. Um, so I think that that in the in the locker room uh, overall will come off and per- be perceived as a positive aspect. Of yeah, that. I, he he tweeted out something weird. He's like, if only you guys knew the real reason. Like, did you see that tweet from him from Quentin Spain did, right yes. after the release? Yeah. So yeah. Like that, that, yeah. That, that's what kind of got my mind starting to 
you know, think about, you know, like I said, coming off of that, that frustrating uh, fourth quarter in, in Kansas City. So the Jags need some offensive linemen. Oof, Jags. Jags need someone over the age of 23 right now. So what the Jags need, um, first off, is an offensive line, yes. Uh, They also need a confident coach who knows what the fuck they're doing. Oh, thank God. I'm so tired. Like, I was not super excited when we brought in Marone. And then, you know what? Okay, defense, fucking killer in 17. I was like, if we could just get a, a, a decent quarterback who doesn't throw six picks a game, and knows how to read a defense, and it's not a dumpster fire. We would have won a fucking Super Bowl. And, you know, the fact that Miles Jack wasn't down, he still wasn't down, he'll always never be down. That's another story. He has not sat in a chair since then. <laughs> oh, my God. you, Dude, I, like, lost it. I almost threw a TV through a wall. I was so mad. Oh, my God. Um, oh but, yeah, so really the team needs an entire gut, I think, defensively. Coaching staff-wise. It, it's crazy um, because you guys have already gutted the team, though. I mean, you talk about the defense in 2017. That wasn't even Doug's team. That was him just moving into the job and having a very good, young, youthful defense that was going to play hard. And they already sold everybody from that defense. Like, they're gone. Everybody that's worth having is gone. It's crazy. Um, the team yeah. is gutted. Um, it's now what are you going to put up um, in structure around? And I honestly think that the first, the only other thing that needs to get gutted is the, the coach. Get rid of the guy. He's terrible. Get rid of him. Um, I think um, having um, God, I can't remember his name right now. I'm a blank guy from Kentucky. Um, uh, um, uh, Josh Allen. Thank you. Yes, thank you. Um, other Josh. Him. Yes, <laughs> I think him. Uh, Right there is your defense. He is – he should have been rookie of the year defensively last year. Um, I mean, he had 11 and a half sacks. Uh, dude's an animal. And I think he'll be the cornerstone of that defense for hopefully the next five years. Um, see, my thing is, is I think Khan still wants to move to uh, London. And I think he's doing what, you know, Cronky uh, did in St. Louis with Jeff Fisher. Have a – not a – mediocre coach but a coach who can still try to put a winning team together but just can't and I, that's why they're keeping Marone uh, I mean what what does what Marone bring to the team honestly nothing his coaching Marone, style is Marone brings like yeses to the Marone brings yeses to the office that's what he does he yeah. brings he so, brings yes whatever the owner or GM or whatever wants he doesn't you know he doesn't I don't feel like have the backbone to say no this is what I need for the team yeah so I think they're doing what St. they did in St. Louis they're going to keep a mediocre but give promise with youth and flashes of good play and then I think when their lease is up in twenty twenty six they're going to move uh, and then I'm going to be a Buffalo fan because I won't have a team anymore. <laughs> oh. Gold Bills, baby. Gold Bills. Yep. Hell so, yeah. He's got the hat already. But, uh, He's got the hat. I will say, I'll give a plug to my boy Minshew because he hasn't played well the last two weeks, but he has had a uh, dislocated thumb or a ligament. I'm, I'm sorry. It's I'm, one ligament in his on thumb. his throwing hand? Throwing hand yeah. or non throwing hand? On his, oh, wow. on his throwing hand. And he's mm. still played not great, but he's played decently. I do. I still. I'm hard on that Minshew train. I still think he can be a starting quarterback in the NFL. Uh, you just need to give him a line in front of him and a defense that doesn't give up 60 points a game. 
and a Man, fucking offensive play caller who just doesn't run fucking a gap with uh, Robinson all game. All game long, yeah. I mean, Minshew, Minshew's been doing Movember uh, all year, so give give it to him for that. I mean, he's been doing yeah. it his entire life. This is who he was in college. So I love that he hasn't changed his personality um, from the college game to the NFL. He is who he is, and he I, I love that he's sticking to it. Um, I, I'm still I, – I, to your point, Carter, I still want to see more from him before I could say that he's guaranteed like, – that he's definite a starter in, for this league. Um, I, I think he has the right makings uh, in all aspects of his game. Uh, I trust him. I, I mean, he's playing well for what he's got. Uh, I love that he it, he doesn't lock on. To, he's using the, all those receivers. That's probably he's, he's one. got a, he's got a ton of receivers. Yeah, I mean, if I had to like say something about the offense, I would say that I mean they have a pretty good receiving core, and it's very young and youthful. So I mean, if they got an offensive line and James Robinson's able to be durable and last season after season, um, it, it would be very intriguing to see Minshew. He's got all everything around him that he needs supporting cast wise except for that offensive line in my opinion right maybe a tight no yeah, tight end for sure T- tyler efforts not 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 hasn't he's done he's washed uh yeah uh Minshew's weird i feel like i feel like Minshew's is doing the best with what he's got because it really isn't i mean you guys you guys say uh, the receiving core i'm with you i think their top two are good i think there's a significant fall off after westbrook though and I'm just—it's weird to like—I don't know. I feel—I feel like we're not judging like what Dwayne Haskins. Dwayne Haskins has Terry McLaurin, and I don't even know who the wide receiver two is there. So it's—it's it's hard to like judge when you don't when you don't have all the keys to the or pieces to the puzzle. But no, I think Minshew does have potential to be a starter. I'm—I'm I'm firmly with you on the on the Minshew train. But you know, it's just got a a lot of things probably are going to be shaping up in Jacksonville. We're going to have to see how things shake up. But I think he's—I think he's got talent. Agreed. Agreed. Got to ride that mustache until it falls off. God, yes. Jockstrap hero. <laughs> Brendan, this is a very important month for, 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 for you specifically, I know. Thank you. I it's, actually uh, was thinking about that since it was. Yeah, I mean, I mean the, 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 the word was brought up. What does, what does November mean to you, Brendan? So, uh, Movember, uh, starting today, I'm super excited. I did, um, so all the charity talk that we've had over what the past week and the past couple yeah. episodes, uh, we never brought it up and it was, so it's going to sound like it doesn't mean anything to me. Um, it was something that I thought I was doing with a work group and the, the person that was organizing it kind of pushed it to the side and said, eh, if it happens, it happens. And I was like, man, it's the last few days of October. I would really like to know if we were doing this. So I will just uh, break into it. Um, I then said, you know what? Screw it. I'm not going to do it with the work group. And even if they do it, sorry, you missed out on your chance to have this guy. Um, I am. Uh, I actually chop chop the beard off, rocking a mustache. Um, it is hideous. Um, as if you thought I was scary and ugly looking as it is man you should see this um i can't wait to post the update today um i don't even know if connie's gonna want to go out in public with me we're going out to celebrate her birthday gonna do some breweries um (laughs) movember is uh mental health uh awareness for men um so people rock the stash um to bring awareness um i'm super excited because i i was like screw it I need a group to get behind me. Um, so I posted it in the Mario Party League. I hope uh, any of you gentlemen would join me 
and you don't have to rock the stash. Um, you don't have to do really anything. Um, I'm okay with you even setting the goal and doing the, there's uh they're doing walking um, for if females even want to join or men want to do the walk. Yeah. Um, I, I, I was curious, the female mustache, how that was going to, how that was going to come out. <laughs> no, that is uh well, I mean, I guess that's a thing. If you want it to be, you could wear, I mean, honestly, you could buy a Mario mustache and wear that around for a Luigi mustache. Uh, Luigi mustache. Uh, yeah. I can't be, well, Waluigi, we can't be biased here. I guess all, all mustaches are equal. Um, but yeah, so women are also able to join. I would truthfully love to see, uh, people get behind and, uh, join the group. Um, whether you're cutting your facial hair off or not, um, the team needs help. Uh, one thing I will say, if you are going to donate, um, go to, um, the, a personal person's page and donate don't donate to the team because if you donate to the team it doesn't go to a person it just it sits in this pot obviously the mario party league gets donated but if you donate to a person that has a goal it then also goes to their team fund oh great that's awesome as as uh as probably the uh yeah. Uh, most hated husband uh, based on facial hair as far as uh, their wife not wanting to uh, be seen in them in public. Uh, I will also join in in the ugly mustache uh, November. Rocket, hey. Kyle. I think you have a sexy mustache. I'm not going to lie. I agree. Um, I, I think you rock that thing. Uh, I don't even care if you go Fu Manchu with it or whatnot. Ooh. I think you have a sexy mustache. Thanks, sir. Big announcements. Big announcements. No, it's, it's such a great cause. Uh, you know, I, I'm a big, I'm a big uh, supporter of uh, promoting mental health and you know getting that out there because it's really not talked about enough. And uh, no, it's, just, it's such a great month, such a great cause. You know, I, I commend everyone who, who rocks the stash. I'm, I'm not man enough for that yet, but you know, <laughs> God bless uh, everyone. Just uh, do your part. Do something. Do just even just just sharing stuff about it is, is, is a huge help. Just getting the word out there is always beneficial. After one season with the mean green machine mages, that mustache is going to poof out like that. Like that, uh, uh, what was his name? Kevin in uh, SpongeBob when he like just goes, and then the mustache pops out of his face. That's going to be mages oh, this season. All right. Me, me and KG are going to be saying, now that we're men, we're yes. going to duet like Jericho and MJF. Yeah. And then, and then slapping each other's knees for uh, a fight. <laughs> <laughs> if uh, that's a part, Kyle, for your team, I need to get on your team so I can get rid of this pedophile mustache. I'm wrong. <laughs> <laughs> we're we're, we're going to trade. Uh, we're going to trade um, uh, captains midway through the season. <clears throat> Ooh, oh, shake it up, dude. <laughs> If, hey, if uh, anything, you haven't, it's super easy to create a profile. And if anybody hasn't seen how to join the team, um, the Mario Party League uh, clip art is hilarious. Um, <laughs> it, I laughed my ass off for a good two and a half minutes uh, when I found the photo. It's uh, a lady wearing a Mario shirt, and she's got the clippers in her in her hand. And Mario's stash gets cut off, and he's like, "What the hell?" <laughs> oh it's great it's fantastic that's awesome um and things uh a little bit full circle i guess you know segment wise uh for the lead um we you know we're we're we're, we're gonna be doing the fantasy thing we're gonna have belts going of course but as far as weekly segments for the league uh brendan are we still uh we still on four power rankings this season 
Power rankings Ooh. will be bi-weekly. Uh, my, my man, uh, my co-hosts, uh, Jeremy Dobiez and uh, Ashley Janizewski, I think, are Ooh. still planning on uh, taking part. Uh, I think what we're going to do bi-weekly, though, we're going to make some changes. It's not going to be the same blah, like blah, um, sit down, rap about the same people talk about the same history that the people have in the league. Um, I think this fantasy aspect will also bring a nice touch to it. Um, but yes, power rankings are still on. You got to see it uh, live um, and in person. The, the power ranking setup is going to look a lot fancier than it has in the past. Put some work in. So I'm super excited for that. So yes, power rankings is a go. Power rankings are good. We got a, uh, uh, I'm gonna uh, do mini game of the, or I'm sorry, moments of the week again. Uh, that's gonna start up next week. Um, mini game of the week. I'm sure Jer is gonna is gonna throw that in. Um, and if oh, there's yeah. an off week, I can help uh, you know clear that up. Um, Mr. Mages, after we get off this call, uh, if you have a minute or two, I wanna I wanna call you about a, a new segment. I know Brendan's uh, alluded to it to you or anything, but I have. I wanna I wanna talk to you about. Um, about a, a potential new segment in season three as well that I think is right up your alley. Oh, yes, sir. Let's do it. So, oh, and then, speaking of segments, I would love to see St. Louis bring something to the table, but that's for a different talk. You know, I've been brainstorming that idea all off season. I've got oh. a couple things in mind. That's all I'm going to tease at right now. Oh, oh, baby! Carter's gonna do a uh, a Mario themed food segment where he makes food and Mario different different themes. You know, I might just have to build a. I might have to build a hidden dice block cake and have Michael jump out of it. You never know. <laughs> please, please make sure he wears clothes when he jumps out of the. Cake. Oh, I was gonna say, please make Absolutely sure he's not, not. clothed. He will be as naked as the day he came into this world. Oh, birthday boy. <laughs> birthday soup. Car's gonna do mini game of the week, but it's the only but the, the mini game is the one in uh super where you just cook the steak. I'm just gonna tell you why it's perfectly cooked. <laughs> yeah. Carter yep, Carter, I want done. you I want you on camera <laughs> to cook a perfectly cubed cube steak and flip it on all six sides. You I want it. I want that to be live, like a real thing. Heat up the pans. All right. Cook all six all right, sides. Let's do, let's, let's do it, man. I'm you down. also have let's to do, do that with no shirt. So with no shirt. <laughs> I want to hear it. That sounds painful. Oh. All right. So extra, extra sizzle, no shirt. All right, we can do it. Oh, no. Great oh segment God. idea. Great segment idea. Real life mini games. Like literally like each week, like someone gets on tricycles and like trikes down <laughs> uh, a friggin', a friggin' uh, 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 school uh, track. Oh my god, that's so that's so good. Oh, I'm I'm kind of in. I'm kind of down. So Re-creed, we have just now discovered the premise of the MPL uh, YouTube page, guys. Write this down. <laughs> I I actually Re-treat. think that's a great idea. I'm not gonna lie. Like doing real real life mini games that are in Mario Party. In in yeah, that's awesome. I, I know Jared. that there's been a lot of talk about a real life Mario Party game. Oh. Like oh, actually sure. setting up a board, and I, I really, oh. I know the the listener is listening, and ha- he's had the itch for two seasons now. Um, and, and it really just came down to kind of building it out logistically. I'm still very intrigued. It's very it's hard. Gotta have. 
I was thinking about it for day. a solid year as well. And uh, it's you need someone with a big yard and a lot of resources. But I think uh, that gentleman could pull it off. I agree. Man, dude, <laughs> running off all the ideas. Holy crap. Shell season, season three is upon us. What else do we got? Anybody got so, questions? Here's my question, and it is specifically for majors. Oh. Okay. Biased aside, sir, who wins this uh-huh. year? Oh. What do you give me wait, your give me your what? prediction? For what? And the, uh, who wins the fantasy trophy? Who wins oh. the gauntlet, man? You know, I, I've actually been thinking about this because, you know, that's what it's all about, right? It's all about who's going to be at the finals, who's going to be you play in the clutch. The that's why you play the game. And I'm going to be honest, you know, I'm, I'm, I'll, I'll, I'll answer this in a way that the team I'm most scared of. And, uh, you know, I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to have to be honest with you. I think it's, yeah. I think, I think peaches and cream. I, th- I think they, they're, they got a lot of sneaky good, some who aren't sneaky good, of course, some who are just good flat out. But, you know, they got a lot of, a lot of wild, a lot of wild cards in there, you know, depending on how Matt and uh, uh, Bethany, right? I don't want to mistake yep. in that. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yep. Matt and Bethany, how they perform, they could be the surprise. And then that, and then if, if they, you know, if they rock the house, like I've heard they have the potential too, that could be the best roster we have here. So, you know, I think Peaches and Cream definitely, I think they're the ones to really, you know, be afraid of, to me anyway, and to really look out for. I think that's, that's the team. Well, Brendan, what about you, bud? What are you, what are you thinking, man? So I, I will say I I think realistically this is not tooting anybody's horn. I think all four of these teams have some very – the team premise is going to be very interesting. And I think the manager who manages their matchups will win it. I think the talent amongst all the teams is very even. Um, with like t- what we've talked about in the past two episodes, um, Team Floods like very top heavy. Um, Kyle and the MGM is very uh, equal spread out. I really think that what it's going to come down to is the matchups and getting the most out of your players at the right time. Especially when you think about a league that only has four teams, there's going to be a lot of head to head. And then, I mean, over a duration of six months. Um, a team that might get off to a really good start might then lose um, some big matchups, and then everybody making the playoffs. It's any any given team in any given month that's going to have a really good opportunity of winning. Um, if I think, if I had to take a, a shot out of the dark, I really do think that uh, Peaches and Cream has a really good chance with Brian leading them to um, playing the correct matchups at the correct time. And I, I just, I, I think, I'm, I guess it's the underdog story and the, the, the type of personality that Brian has where he's going to get the most out of his people at the right time. And uh, that's, my, that's my guess. All right, I like it. Kyle, what are you thinking, bud? Let's, let's, let's round it off. I mean, you, you know, we, we, we kind of gave a rundown of, uh, of Flood and Peaches and Cream. You know, looking at Carter's team, I mean, honestly, the main thing I'm worried about is Buffalo squad is just rustiness. Uh, I'm going to be quite honest. Um, Salami doesn't get rusty. I mean, it's a little undercooked, maybe. 
Um, but, uh, you know, I just, you know, the super strong Nashville group, super strong St. Louis group. I, like I said, I, I'm not, I'm not super confident to be honest about the Buffalo squad as a whole, um, for, uh, uh, what was the other team for, uh, for my team? Uh, I, I think we're super solid, you know, across the board. Um, St. Louis, I think for us is just suspect only because of availability. Um, and just, uh, I just feel like that's where, uh, my my guys have to practice the most um, because I think that I know Blake is really good in super, um, but I know he needs some work if it's another another he's game, a, for instance. Um, so, man, but he's overall, got two babies at home. Come he on, does, now. he does. Uh, but overall, um, I I if I, if I'm not going to pick my own, I'm going to pick uh, peaches and cream. I, I do agree. Oh I think I think top to bottom. I think Brian with he's got. Buffalo, Nashville, uh, with the Roushes. I, 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 I'm going to be honest. I don't think those are the two strongest contenders, but I mean, I think they're going to be able to hold their own. St. Louis is super solid. Um, all, all three regions. I think, I think Brian's got something to show. Where I think every other, every other team, there is a region that there is weakness, uh, or at least uh, a room for improvement. Let's say. Um, where players have got to practice to to go over the hump. So I, I really do think Brian has the best overall squad when you look at Buffalo, Nashville, and St. Louis. Solid, solid. Um, I'm going to have to actually toot Kyle's horn here. Uh, I think Moon Green Machine is going to take it all this year. I just think Kyle's got a good balance, good squad. Um, and the more, like, I really never thought about Adam the way that Kyle did until this podcast. And the more I've sat here and thought about it, thinking about like past lives and watching him play, I was like, you know, that's actually a pretty sneaky pick. And I'm, I'm looking at his team and I'm like, I don't see a lot of weakness. Um, the only thing I see maybe is the St. Louis area because Blake's such a wild card. And, um, you know, he doesn't play anything but super. And yeah, he played as a kid like I did, but I. I don't know if he can uh, compete at the level he needs to in GameCube or N64. But then when you think about it, I know Mr. Robert Montel plays a lot of N64. So it might be a good uh, a good matchup you have or a good pairing you have here in St. Louis. But I'm actually going to have to give it to Kyle. I think uh, Team MVP is going to be him because I just think you're going to dominate your own division. And I think that's going to propel you to championship. You heard it here, folks. Hot folks. takes. Hot. So salami's hot takes. Love it. Um, any of you guys uh, have any crazy matchups in the uh, in your fantasy leagues this week? Uh, I just got dismantled last week, so I'm not <laughs> too hot about it. I mean, no, I mean, I mean, I, I'm going against Sean, actually, Mr. Uh, new Baby Daddy. Um, so uh, maybe he's a little too, uh, maybe he's really focused on that and not too focused on fantasy. Maybe I can get in there and get a quick little sneaky little dub. That's but, not happening. You know, that dude, he, he hasn't slept in probably about five days. He's been. He's not going to sleep for the checking, next five months. Yeah, he's been checking That's his true. fantasy lineup every three minutes. It's very true. No, I, I understand that. But I mean, if, if I mean, if projections mean anything, we're only like nine points apart. So maybe it, I got projections that in ESPN don't mean shit. Yeah, I know. 
It's all I have yeah, to go so on right now. I will say it's my favorite week of the year. I play Michael Sawyer in my own dynasty league. I'm quite looking forward to it. For the listeners that are talking about Sean eat, sleeping, and breathing fantasy, a part of me just made a really funny internal joke in my mind about how he's probably already looking to trade his daughter for some kind of fantasy <laughs> keeper. He's probably going to reach out to me and be like, hey, what kind of trade do we work out? Just <laughs> he lo- He is so happy and ecstatic. Um, but he's going to lose in the family league. That's all i got to say. And in the, yeah. and in the other league. Yeah, the, the, the only league where I actually uh, know somebody that I'm playing against is in Brennan's league. I'm playing Eric this week. Uh, but my, my, my team in that league is just complete like just is dismantled i mean injuries and my running backs were terrible from the get-go but just injuries i mean i do have russell wilson he's my shining star but um it just uh my my running back core is is uh on fumes as they say yeah i mean it was it was from the get-go i right after the draft i'm like this is the worst pair of running backs i've ever drafted in my life um, just because it was a four player player keeper and I didn't really have anybody to start with. Um, cause I didn't know, I, I think I had Fournette and I had to drop him cause just cause I didn't know what the heck was going on with him and, uh, let him, let him out to the wolves and, you know, stuff happens. But, uh, the only league, honestly, like that I'm, I'm feeling good in is my, my local league, um, in here in Nashville, Brooks in it with me. Um, every team is pretty stacked, but I mean, I, I, I do, uh, I like my team. I got George Kittle and Tom Brady. For sure, I've ever gotten Brady. I figure he leaves New England. I can pick him up now. Um, I got David Montgomery, Ronald Jones, Allen Robinson, Keenan Allen, Delvin Cook, uh, Miles Gaskin, Sterling Shepard, Drake, um, Kenny and Drake. Um, So even though some guys are hurting out, but I mean, I got plenty of guys to plug in. I'm not too worried. Nice, nice, nice. I love it. Gotta love it. I hope you beat Eric this week, but your team is... <laughs> if yeah. you were to beat Eric this week, it would be shocking. I mean, honestly, if, if McKissick would have never went down, they my team could have probably held their own. Or uh, uh, not, not McKissick, I'm sorry, uh, Robert Mostert. Um Because, you know, he, he was... Uh, or Raheem Mostert. I don't know. I'm all over the place. But, um, you know, if... If he would have never went down this year, I mean, he was looking very studly um, when in the games that he's played. But when he went down, and I really had nobody else, I mean, it was just it was just bad news bears. That Mark Ingram screwed you. Yeah, yeah. I mean, well, I, I traded for Ingram just because I needed somebody, um, and it just it never came to fruition. So, yep. of course, oh, loyal listeners willing to trade you, Kyle. Well, he he, he, tra- he he tried to trade me for Russell Wilson because I need oh. guys, and it's like, listen, I mean, it's like my team's a dumpster fire, but it's like I need keepers for next year, you know? <laughs> like, I mean, it's just that's fair. you know, it, it, I mean, you got you got to think to the future that I'm not I'm not going to give a team that just needs one missing piece the missing piece and give him essentially you know almost hand him a uh, a fantasy championship or anything, you know that that that's just not going to happen. Uh, I'm with you. I'm in four leagues. My best record's three and four. I am not having a swell time. It's been <laughs> tough. 
We all have our down down years, mages. We all have our down years. No worries. Hey man, at least you didn't trade for Saquon Barkley in the offseason in your dynasty. Oh no. (laughs) Yeah. Could have been worse. You could have traded for uh, uh, um uh Andrew Luck a couple years ago and uh, had him uh, retire over the offseason. Andrew Luck is not allowed to be mentioned on this podcast. (laughs) His name is is very not allowed. No, no, absolutely not. The reason why I bring him up is because that I had him in that in that said dynasty league that Carter's talking about. So he he was he he was my he was my franchise QB and uh didn't didn't pan out. But I I I got Josh Allen. He's been he's been pretty good Kyle you had seventeen quarterbacks on your bench. You were fine. I, I I stocked up because I'm like, hey, if, if I'm gonna if I'm gonna do well, it's gonna be preventing other people from doing well. So fair enough. And, and just to get it out there for the listeners who don't know, I kept Andrew Luck in a in a hundred dollar buy in keeper league, and he retired one night before our draft. So he is no longer allowed to be mentioned. <laughs> Jesus, <laughs> glad right, I so could be I the last time. To- I'm gonna have to buy you an Andrew Luck jersey, man. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Uh, I I really wonder. I, I I mean, all of us are in different fantasy leagues, and ironically, we don't have like one league with all of us. I really think that the Mario Party League might potentially have a fantasy football league next year. Uh, totally down. Uh, the only thing I want is uh, uh, no chair. <laughs> I yeah, and I think the losers trophy, the Sacco trophy, is an Andrew Luck jersey. Oh, oh God, yes. awesome. oh, that that would be that would be good. That would be good. Put a put a piece of tape before it and put no luck on it. You know, <laughs> <laughs> that's great. Oh, yes, man. fitting, very fitting. No, KT's in name. the listening. I know. This is my, crazy. My man KG just bought uh, Mario Super Strikers. That is awesome. Big shout out to that. Is, is it the one on the Wii or the one on the GameCube? The GameCube. Oh, uh, the one I I I mean I, I like the one on the GameCube. The one on the Wii. That thing is oh, it's so good. That that is one of the top five games on the Wii. If you never played it, uh, Mario Super Strikers for the Wii. Um, Charged, I think it's called Mario Strikers Charge. Yep, uh, that game is just butter. It is so good. Me and Jerry, we bought it. We were like in the top ten in the world for like the first week of it being out as a team. That's awesome, man. Taking back we we games. I I never got into Strikers or I, it was literally just Mario Party. I was you you love FIFA. FIFA. Strikers is it's so good, so good. Oof. I was a big uh, Wii Sports guy myself. Wii Sports, that's that's number one. Yes. Man, I think Forever. the only game I ever played consistently on the Wii was, um, oh, House of the Dead, that old shooting game. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, wow. That was great. It yeah. was just like the arcade. Okay, so funny yep. story about that. Um, my When uh, my ex-wife, Keaton's mom, and I, when we were married, we went to Dave & Buster's. We literally pumped like $40 into the House of the Dead machine to beat it. And then turn around, go to GameStop, buy the House of the Dead Overkill uh, for the Wii for like ten bucks used. <laughs> so we spent oh forty God. bucks at the arcade, and then literally bought it, bought the game, uh, and then I think we bought like two of the gun controllers. It was like twenty bucks. We spent half the price we did in the arcade to play it at home for like as much as we wanted. That's, That's like... incredible. <laughs> yes. Oh man. 
All right, gentlemen, we're getting to that time. Uh, we're getting to the, the cutoff point. Um, anybody have anything else question-wise that they want to say? Get it off your chest now. No, uh, I mean, I'm excited for today's match. It's going to be right after the uh, Bills game and the Titans game conclude. Uh, there will be a match uh, for uh, the Nashville region. Uh, so it's going to be me, uh, Matt Rau uh Brian's uh, uh, Peaches and Cream representative. Um, and for Team Flood, it's going to be John Ag, And then Carter... We're going with uh, Brooke herself. Brooke, Brooke going to do some Mario Party Eight action. Mama. So we will uh, we'll start Love right it. after the Bills and the Titans game. Basically, after all the the new or the uh, noon Central, one PM Eastern football games end, we're going to get started. Super excited for that. Love, Love it. it. Are you ready for some Mario Party? Woo! Hell yes! Let's do it, baby. Uh, Kyle, right. I do have one final question for you. Oh. Is when am I getting when am I getting my mic back? <laughs> uh, the uh, the stipulation was anytime to uh, to put it up and play for it. All right, I need I need I need that back. <laughs> he said so. back. Yeah, <laughs> damn. Carter had the uh, the um, uh, what, what do we want to call it? The uh, other region clause. The uh, the not non region clause. It's true. It's true. I'll uh, steal Keaton stars again and win another championship. Oh my god, that was one of the craziest Mario Party moments, to be honest. <laughs> Keaton was like in. It was. It was insane. Oh no. It was insane. It's awesome. That's why we play, people. That's why we play. Hell you just yes. have to. You have to show them that life's not fair early. <laughs> <laughs> well, he's he, he's said so. he's grown he's uh, grown up as in a Bills family. That's that's already known. When the Bills lost oh, in the playoffs last year, I said at least my daughter know that that she knows that disappointment's a thing. So <laughs> you can't you, you can't you can't have your first season as a better life to be a winning uh, Super Bowl season. That's just not right. That's true. That's very true. No, I've, I've been waiting for a playoff win for my whole life. So <laughs> I know. Keep on waiting. Keep on. Waiting. Uh, I will. Baby mages. <laughs> all right gentlemen oh, listeners get your fantasy lineups plugged in for fantasy yes. football and for mario party um i'm super excited november is here november get those stashes out rock them um join the mario party uh group on november's uh website would highly appreciate any help that you could um joining the team or donating um, what else do we got? We got the the season three kickoff. Of course, it is going to be juicier than ever. No pun intended. Um, I'm super excited. I'm looking forward to the wild cards. Um, you know, my, my favorite word of the, the year season. Um, I'm, I'm excited to see who's going to burst out on the scene. I, I can't wait. Um, Big Page Mage, what you got for a sign off? Well, it was a it was a blast talking to both of our uh, team captains. I hope uh, maybe we meet each other at the at the finals, and maybe one team wins, maybe the green one. Who knows? But uh, it was a pleasure having both of you on. It was a pleasure finally getting the chance to officially talk to Carter. Wonderful man. Can't wait to get out there and, and, and uh, cook and uh, cook and eat some of that deliciously cooked food. I'm not cooking anything when I'm over there. But uh, you know, it's uh, 
you know, November's here, Movember's here. Uh, the the kickoff is finally here after what felt like years of waiting because of all that hoopla that happened. You know, I'm super excited, super stoked. Go Bills, go MGM. What a time to be alive. What a time to be here. Good God Almighty. Give it to him. <laughs> uh, well, Carter, that, just, hit me with the sign off what's your final thoughts well first and foremost I want to give a big thank you to both of you for having me on having me be a awesome. captain in the league I'm excited to bring some high energy good promos and fun gameplay to, the, uh, to uh, provide better content for our leagues and um, fuck you Jer that's all I gotta say Ooh, hell yes and Kyle, give me your final take. Uh, let's just not let's not forget, guys. Hashtag no region is safe. Hashtag the green thunder strikes again. Team Mean Green Machine. All right. Uh, don't forget to uh, get some gameplay out there. It's not all about the uh, the fantasy this year. We want other matches as well. I'm planning on playing another game today. It's not going to be Mario Party 8 as well to kick off the season start. Um, tune in for our live stream. I'll have it set up. We're actually going to use the TV upstairs, the little TV, um, to play. So it's going to be very intimate, very old school uh, feeling. Uh, just because on the Wii, that'll be better for for pointing. My other TV's mounted up, so or up on the wall. So I feel like this will be better for uh, for Wii gameplay. Uh, so tune in for that. Hopefully, you all had a good good time. Thank you again, uh, Brendan and Mages. Uh, for inviting us in to your uh, to your home here on uh, Juicy Talk, and uh, hope everyone has a uh, fantastic Sunday. If only I could see you guys in person, I would love to do a sign off like I did with Brian and Jer and see your guys' faces. Um, my man, <laughs> I wish I wish we were live on YouTube for that because that will be something that I will never forget for the rest of my life. Um, if you guys know how to sign off here for at Juicy Talk, uh, join me, please, uh, you other captains. Uh, otherwise, thanks for listening, all you supporters. Three, uh, two, see, one, see. See you later. Yay! Oh, thank you. Yeah. Stabilized, hella goes, ayy. Shorty back on the roll, ayy. Face right, blue swole, ayy. Shine bright, and she knows, ayy. Hold up, I gotta focus. Finna put timing, show you I know this. I had a timing, know you the coldest. Checking my climbing, I'm in the mode, yeah, yeah. Said she ain't looking, should I let up? Might just have a man, if that's the case, I'll do you better. Definitely the type, so when you leave, get a sweater. This is exercise, baby, dawa angle sweatshirt. Extra, only here implying it's no pressure. New bus down to build you up, it's just like Tetris. Passport stamps, get the line with a Nexus. Nameplate charm on a solid gold necklace. Invested, feet all in the sand, now you flexing. Coconut hollow with umbrellas in our beverage. Couple more of these, I might get a little reckless. Eat it till you sleep, how you waking up to breakfast? Rested. Only need a minute with your time like time like everything look better in the limelight. Bling, bling. Balance out your key, get your mind right. Mind right. Type of picture you post on timelines. <laughs> All I need is a minute. <laughs>
I ain't trying to steal your time. 